Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Why Do I Care? I'm host Toby Favlora, and today we'll be discussing Trump's official 2024 bid for president of the United States. So without further ado, let's get to it. So like you heard from the intro um, yesterday, which is Tuesday for um, everyone listening, Trump officially announced his bid to be the Republican candidate in the 2024 election. What does this mean? Many, many things. First of all, he declared early. Most people don't declare this early. It's very strange to see someone declare this early and get this aggressive on campaigning this early into the season, especially when essentially there's like two years until the election itself. It's very early and it's very weird for someone to do this, especially someone like Trump who is definitely going to be, who is definitely able to be framed as somebody who is incapable of winning election. And basically what declaring early would do to him is it just, it weakens him and it allows um, his opponent, opponents, I, I should say, to um, to weaken his image. I... Um, I have my personal thoughts, but we're just going to give the rundown. As of now, like I said, the only person to declare running for president officially is Donald Trump. Joe Biden hasn't. Joe Biden has been saying for some time that he he plans on running for president in 2024, but he 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 hasn't made his decision yet because it's completely normal not to make your decision yet, right? Like isn't Joe Biden has kept repeatedly saying like his intent is to run, but it, it hasn't been official, right? And many people haven't made it official because it's crazy to do it this early. But in true Trump fashion, he did do it this early. He did it, I think, a week after the midterm elections, as soon as the dust was settled, which is very early, very absurd, very bizarre, because a lot of things can change, right? If we think about how much could change in two years, if we compare like the 2020 election to the just like the 2022 midterms, we can see COVID as a factor definitely took a big hit. It, it, it wasn't as large of a factor as it... um as it had been um and if we compare 2018 to 2020 like you know there was an entire pandemic if you compare 2016 to 2018 you can see all the so my point is so much can change in two years the fact that trump is declaring is so early especially at someone of his age it's really really um absurd right like this isn't something that many people would think of him to do he is 76 years old and that's old, right? Like him and Biden, they're both very, very old um, people running. And especially when you get older every year, I guess would like to, it matters more. Like the difference between like, you know, 97 and 99 is much larger than the difference between like 38 and 40. You know, that's kind of my point. More on this is that the person who is most likely to challenge him is Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis is young. He is a young like he 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 is he's exciting he he kind of reminds people of barack obama in a less extreme way i could say right he's 44 years old obama's also very young and he is very good at getting people excited getting people energized getting people wanting to support the movement and him and we saw he was one of the only real Republicans to do very, very well in the midterms, right? Like, in that would show the electability. And this may not be as large of an issue 
that it was for the Democrats in 2020, because then again, this is two years away. This is very absurd that I'm even talking about it right now, but it's, it's just, it's a very, um, it's a very insane thing that is happening between like a twice impeached former president who's under numerous legal like investigations is like the FBI raided his home because he stole legal documents and like national secrets from the White House and all of these things like like in the fact that he's running twice this is like many things in the Trump presidency this is breaking history this has never been done before in American history and the fact that it's happening now that's why yeah, it's being covered even though it doesn't really matter until kind of two years from now that being said a Trump and DeSantis matchup is one that is important to keep an eye on the second um, the midterms kind of ended. It, it was uh, Trump started attacking DeSantis, being like, "Oh, DeSantis isn't all that. I did that. I did that." Like the true Trump, in true Trump fashion, he did that. I should say, and um, it's it's looking like it's going to be a Trump DeSantis um primary, right? Of course, there's probably going to be other people, but this is probably going to be the the two largest um, players on on the field, right? And they are similar, but not too similar, right? Like DeSantis wasn't as outwardly like Trump lost the election, Trump this, he, he hasn't been a full MAGA guy. He hasn't been completely on board with everything that Trump has said, like some other people like, like uh, Bobert and um, other people like that. But he has definitely not taken strong opposition to trump like liz cheney has finally after all those years and like all these things it it's going to be interesting because the media is going to portray it as like the trump versus the anti-trump but in reality it's like the trump versus like the trump light you know and that is something that it's just when you have someone as extreme and polarizing as trump the natural reaction of the media the press society people pundits all these things is to say hey they are much less extreme they are they are they are like the counter they are the anti but in reality they they, they really aren't right the anti-trump would be probably more like i don't know probably like a like a reverse of trump would probably be like bernie sanders or something like that not someone who shares a bunch of his policy ideas and who ships um uh migrants to um Martha's Vineyard to prove a political point, prove some thing. Anyway, he's not an anti-Trump. He's a Trump light. That's kind of the point I'm trying to make. That being said, this is going to be a very interesting contest because I guess Democrats and many people who are never Trumpers are probably going to support Ron DeSantis in a Ron DeSantis versus Joe Biden um, election, it's probably going to go very well for DeSantis, right? Like we saw, if we look at the um, the results that DeSantis got out of Florida, which then again, these are the midterms, so we can't really tell, but he he cleaned up, right? It was very, it wasn't very close. Ron DeSantis won by about nineteen percentage points, which is insane. It's insane, and the, the fact that he was able to do that with um, much ease against Charlie Chris, who who really. He midterms are supposed to be like a referendum on the current president. However, this midterm is very weird. So it's hard to make connections to history because this 
midterm election defied history in such a way that it becomes almost impossible to do that. However, if we ignore kind of what had happened, you can see, like, especially in like Miami-Dade County, like he was able to really make, get a lead, all these stuff. And if you, if you, um, he was able to perform much better than, than Trump would ever be able to perform, I guess is my point. And Florida, it's it's a, it's a, it's very important. If Republicans want to win, they're going to need to win Florida. They have a lot of electoral votes. They um they're very important because they they just they have so much power in the uh, elect electoral college, and um without it, it becomes much harder to see a Republican path to to victory, right? Because it just it it does like i don't really know how much to 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 emphasize it like 30 votes is an insane 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 number and like i said let's compare it to what trump did trump was able to win florida by four points Four points compared to 19 points. That is insane. That is absurd. He got 51% of the vote when Ron DeSantis got 70% of the vote. That is an, uh, um, uh, a 60% of the vote. Sorry. That is an insane margin. That is massive. That is that, that, that margin in somewhere as close as that, that can really change the outcome of many, many things. And if we go down, like it's always been fairly, it's been fairly close for much of history right like go to 2000 obviously that was very close that was less than a percentage point um let's say again 2004 was also very close it was about five points 2008 it was um obama won that by about three points 2012 it was a less than a point obama won it by and then 2016 it kind of it went back into the republican column when trump won it by like one and a half points and then in 2020 he was old like like we covered it was it was very close if ron DeSantis runs if Republicans are this strong in Florida, they are able to spend their money on the other swing states that they would need to win. That can be Pennsylvania. That can be Wisconsin. That can be Arizona. That can be Nevada. That can be Georgia. That can be all these places the Republicans need to flip in order to win the presidency of the United States. The money is power in politics, right? Obviously, because money is power in a lot of things, but especially in politics, because money can buy you airtime because the people that decide elections aren't the people that are listening to this podcast they aren't the people that that um that 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 are into the news they are the people that start paying attention probably a month before the election and they they really don't have their mind made up until about like a week before the election those are the persuadable voters and those are how republicans can win elections so in in order to convince those voters to come to your side you need to be able to get their attention and like I said, they're not watching the news because if they were watching the news, odds are they would be much more likely to already have picked a candidate. So the best way to get their attention is through paid media. The paid media costs money. And if if, if DeSantis runs, if DeSantis wins the nomination, Florida, it, it doesn't, the, the amount of money doesn't have to be spent on Florida necessarily. And that is a big pro if you are a DeSantis supporter. The primaries are um, a long ways away um, so this is probably going to be the like a one and done episode about Trump DeSantis. It might be mentioned in some other episodes, 
but in reality, it's not that much. Now it's time for Why Do I Care announcements. Announcement time. Like always, check out the website, why do I care pod, um, dot com, dot com, and you can find a link tree with all of the links to everything, including our YouTube channel, which has um, exclusive content that cannot be posted on the podcast because it's more visual. So if you if you're a fan of the podcast, be sure to check that out. Um, the, there's some good videos. It's great content and it's worth your while because it can really, if you're like me and you are a more visual learner, it can really help you understand some of the topics that are being talked about. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Like I said, check out the um, why do I care pod.com. Follow us, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and all these, all these places. There's so many things that we have it on. Check it out. Um, thanks again for listening. And yeah, um, be sure to share. Have a great rest of your day.